What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the Steeler Nation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Candelaria, and alongside me today, we have the owner of SteelerNation.com, Justin McGonigal. So how are you doing today, Justin? I'm good. How are you doing, Tyler? Doing great. Doing great, of course. And so today, not one, but we have two special guests joining us today, and they're from Barstool Heartland on the Pat McAfee Show. And Justin, I'm going to have you kind of let everybody know who's joining us. Uh, Pat McAfee, a former punter for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, he's from Pittsburgh, from the Plum area, uh, and his buddy from high school, and also co-host of the Pat McAfee Show, uh, Technical Digs. Get them guys on uh, Twitter at, at Pat McAfee Show and uh, at Technical Digs. So, yeah, they should be joining us in the next couple minutes. And before we get with them, I want to discuss, Justin, so a couple – things in Steelers news obviously not too much Tuesday games not till Sunday so we got some more news on Stefan to it today so we got Tomlin he did actually he didn't rule him out for Sunday but he's still going to probably be week to week so I guess we're gonna have to take it day by day with that what do you think on to it so far yeah well it's good news that they didn't rule him out for Sunday right off the bat that's a great thing uh obviously everybody feared that he would be out for the season on Sunday when he left and never came back um, you know, that best case scenario for the Steelers anyways. Right. And then another little news clip is, well, actually it was yesterday that we heard LJ Fort was released. It was kind of, it was unofficial, but then the Steelers officially claimed today that it was happening and they re-signed linebacker Steven Johnson. What'd you think about that move? Yeah, it's kind of weird. They're saying that uh, LJ Fort was terminated. So there might be a little more behind that than uh, we thought. Obviously, it was weird that they re-signed Stephen Johnson after they released him on Saturday when they could have easily released L.J. Ford right off the bat and kept Stephen Johnson. So we'll have to wait and see if something comes out, you know, about that. Yeah, it's like Stephen Johnson's like fourth time on the team this year. <laughs> yeah, he, he seems to be the guy they like to cut, and then they know no one's going to claim him. or He doesn't have to go through waivers, so. And he's just hanging out there so they can sign him back. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess, I don't know, it's not too bad of a signing, but I, I did I, I did like Fort a little bit, so I wasn't completely sold on what the whole move is, but I guess we're going to have to see what's going to come next in the future. Yeah, I mean, Fort's a guy that started, you know, he started for the Browns as a rookie a bunch of games. He has experience, and Steelers are pretty thin on the inside, uh, Steven Johnson, more of just a special teams guy coming over from the Chiefs. All right, so it looks like we have – see, we've got one person on the line. I'm not sure if they're together right now or I'm not sure how that's going to work. So I think we got – I think it's Diggs. How are you doing today, man? Good. We're both here. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Oh, you're Thanks both here? Us on. All right, sounds good. Yeah. No problem. How are you guys doing? Life is good over here. How's everything back there? This is – I'm real excited to do this, by the way. Diggs, Diggs said he We're was a big fan. Diggs said he was a big fan of your show. He said, this is a good idea. Let's do it. I said, sounds good. I listened to a little bit of a clip. I liked it. I said, let's do it. So I can't wait to get to know and chat with you guys. This is going to be fantastic. Diggs, though, is all in very much excited about this. <laughs> so let's, I'm very honored to be here. Hey, it's great when a bunch sure. of users get together, right? What they say, like, I've been trying to get in a room with Wiz Khalifa for a long time. Smoke all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Heck yeah. So you guys get to use that hot tub you guys got or what? On Friday? Well, that's um, – wait, do you know who sent that? You have inside knowledge <laughs> on that? No, no, I wish I did. Wouldn't that be something? It's like a $500 no joke. It's a $500 <laughs> joke delivered to our office all because Diggs couldn't contain himself in a public hot tub. Allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> yeah, a couple months ago. It, it, well, it was four ninety nine. We had to look up what it was. It was four hundred ninety nine dollars. No, no one is, yeah, no one has claimed it yet, and it's just sitting there. We haven't. We have no way to fill it. <laughs> Where are we getting this water? Like, what do these people think we're gonna do with it? They wasted four hundred ninety nine dollars just for us to bring up Diggs' story again. <laughs> I love it. I don't know who it is, but I love their tactics. I love it. <laughs> like you guys were saying, you can't surprise too many people with things like that anymore. You know. I got a, I got a, I got a, uh, I got a, a bucket of shit delivered here. Cow shit. Cow shit. Pig shit. It was hog shit. I got a bucket of hog shit delivered here. True story. Delivered UPS standard delivery. Guy walks over to my, my door, leaves it there. I had to sign for it. Thank you so much. I open it up. There's a bucket of hog shit in there. Just real hog shit. You can send that. Then somebody shipped me a, what was that? A confetti penises. A confetti Penis slinger thing. Just, as soon as you pop, as soon as you popped it open, poof, the spring hits, and there was just there was literally probably a thousand little penises, glitter penises, <laughs> all over my office. So you can ship a lot of incredible. You got some great stuff. fans out so, there, man. Great, I guess. Great. We're gonna have to think of something. We'll send you something from Steeler Nation. <laughs> Jesus, can't wait to see what that is. Cannot wait. I mean, the things that just pour in here on a date. A $499 hot tub somebody sent us just as a joke. Like, that's incredible. I love these people. I don't know who they are. I'm a big fan. We'll have to send you a, a keg of uh, icy light or something. <laughs> you know, you know. do you guys like – you guys That's like, not a big icy light Obviously, guy. you guys like icy light, right? You like Iron City beer? You like it? Obviously, you do. You're like the most – you're super Pittsburgh people here. Yeah, I mean, I could drink the icy light. I stay away from the Iron City. The red ice. Don't yeah, you can't do that. Iron City heavy. You got to stay away from that. Listen, that lager ain't meant to be drank. You know, the Iron City <laughs> lager is not meant to be drank. But I am not in – I mean, I understand, like, whenever I was, like, underage drinking in Pittsburgh, Icy Light is a very good option. And I understand when I was in college, I probably chugged a lot when I came up to the University of Pittsburgh to party. But, man, I just don't – there's people that it's, love them, and I just don't understand It's it. straight out of the month. It's – Bodies and there's a lot of dead bodies just floating around. But I, yeah, people love oh, yeah, it. So if you ship us some, I'm sure we'll drink it. We'll appreciate it. But I'm not sure about the whole shipping alcohol thing. <laughs> I think there's a law or two in there. Uh, yeah, it's true. We'll have to think of something different. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, we'll have to think about it. The Steelers play the Colts, you know, this season. So maybe by that time, we'll get something to you. I'll tell you what, maybe by that time the Colts will figure it out, too. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, what the, what the hell? Wow. Who the hell is Scott Tolzien, man? <laughs> have a little respect, guys. Right? <laughs> okay, okay, have a little respect for Scotty Tolzien, white guy, Wisconsin, good brain. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers back up for a little bit. Andrew Luck's back up for a little bit. One in there, first pass, pick six, rough start. Here we go. Now we're down 47-9. to nine. It was a rough start for the Colts. I think they'll figure it out, though. Jacoby Brissett's a hell of a player. Steelers, I mean, they had a little battle there in Cleveland. I think Cleveland might be yeah, better than people think. Yeah, tough, man. I think because Deshaun Kaiser looked good at some points. He looked okay at some points. Mm-hmm. And, but 
I, I mean, might block get Cleveland the edge over Cincinnati. <laughs> Yikes. Andy Dalton looked like shit. What did you say? What did you say? Uh, he had zero points, zero souls, four interceptions. <laughs> that was Andy Dalton's that one. Standard red. Did you see dot. the fans threw shit on him? Yeah. What did they throw on him? They were throwing beer, like glasses at him, and one guy was yelling that uh, they wanted to bring Carson back. He sprinted. <laughs> you don't want that, Car- Carson threw three touch <laughs> or three interceptions too. He looked. He might have looked worse. <laughs> That yeah. guy was lying to Andy Dalton. That guy, so when he said we want to bring Carson back, was lying right there. He was outright lying. He was Carson has some <laughs> souls though. Yeah, you know, he has a soul, unlike Andy. <laughs> Hi, Carson. Isn't he like a? Uh, it's like a strawberry. He's blonde. like a strawberry <laughs> blonde. He's a California guy. But I do think yeah, Carson's Dalton. I think Andy Dalton's a good quarterback though. A lot of people don't I agree do. with me with that, but I think he's a good quarterback. I think the Bengals win a lot with him just because. I mean, A.J. Green's a monster, but for a wide receiver to be a monster, you have to have a quarterback, too. I think I think Andy Dalton's not as bad as he played, and I don't think Carson Palmer is either. But, God damn, they look bad. They look bad. Yeah. I'll, I'll second that. How about Ben so Roethlisberger um, tackling old buddy? Hold on. How do you guys feel about the, the non at the Achilles, the uh, the old tackle by <laughs> Roethlisberger? Man, he said, yeah, he he said he's, trying to save, he's trying to save his teammates or something. That's what he said. <laughs> that's a lie. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty <laughs> lie. What did he say? He said that he, he was trying, he's to, trying to protect his, his teammates. <laughs> yeah, from, from being hit by the guy after the interception. I'm going to get this guy on the ground. Make sure he doesn't hit anybody else the way he's about to hit me. That's a PR 101 by Ben right there. What a spin zone right there. Such a spin zone. <laughs> Good for him. Well, so, Pat, let me ask you this. Last year, I'm at the game in Indianapolis. It's fourth down. I'm trying to go yeah. take a piss and buy a beer. And I look, Bad and you're idea. throwing a fucking pass down the sideline, and I have to go back <laughs> to my seat. A dime. You <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, come on. Well, I grew up. I had to this, is gonna relate, this is going to relate back to Pittsburgh. I grew up playing a lot of football, like backyard football, street football. We grew up playing football. Pittsburgh is a city that loves football. I always played quarterback. I, I I very rarely played any other position in any pickup games that I played other than quarterback. So my days of training on the streets in Plumborough, Pennsylvania, <laughs> came back to fruition on Thanksgiving night against the Pittsburgh Steelers when I got to throw a pass. <laughs> and then the Steelers went on to shit on us, and it didn't matter. We lost by a lot, <laughs> and it didn't. I couldn't even celebrate it. I couldn't even celebrate the pass. That, that had to be the biggest yardage play of the game for the Colts, I assume. Absolutely. We, were, we would have been uh, shut out if it didn't happen. And Swope, the tight end, who's going to be a very good tight end, um, Eric Swope is his name. He used to be a basketball player. He got tackled by a guy half his size. So it should have been a touchdown. <laughs> Eric Swope apologized to me the next day. But that was a cool moment in my career, a very cool moment, because it all came kind of fruition or uh, full circle. Full circle. Fruition. Yeah, <laughs> it all came full circle. A great pass and a great dance, you know, after the completion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody said I was doing the Conor McGregor. That was the Vince McMahon, though. Vince McMahon did it before Conor McGregor, and uh, Ric Flair did it be- before Floyd Mayweather. That's how I feel about that. Yeah, thing. I mean, but we can all agree. Vince... That yeah, was definitely absolutely. Vince McMahon, you know, straight out of the 90s, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, yeah. in that battle. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's about when I stopped watching it, when they went to the – started with the what stuff. What? <laughs> yeah. So I what about it. when you're playing to A.B.? You send, send a tweet out to A.B. 
asking him not to uh, kick you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, he was out there slaughtering punters. I mean, that's a very ruthless thing to do to people. You can't just run and then put your cleats on a dude's face and then continue to run. Like, that is a rude thing to do. And he did that to, the, to another punter. And I he was goes for a touchdown. I was yelling for him to run to the sideline. He just runs right into the guy. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. And also, that gives guys like me, whenever we have seven days until we have to play Antonio Brown, the shit. <laughs> because now we got to think about that happening to us. And not only just getting buried on national TV by another human, now my family's going to have to watch it because it's on national TV. <laughs> so I just wanted to get it a little bug in his ear that, hey, listen, if there comes a time where it's you and me in the open field, which it did happen a couple years later, the next year, if there was a time that we're like, just don't run me over, dog. Just juke the shit out of me. And he did. And he did. And he jumped on the goalpost. And he did. And then he straddled the goalpost. Yeah. And that security guard lady almost got punched in both of her shoulders. Bang, bang. And I was just laying face first in the middle of Heinz Field with my family watching. Like, yep, this is a lot of fun. But he didn't step on my fucking face. And that's all that matters. Did your family that's put that. away the terrible house that I gave? What's that, boss? Did your your family put away the terrible towels for that game and you know root for the Colts or? So my dad growing up was literally, he grew up in Forest Hills. Uh, he was a trucker, so you can just do the math there and assume that he was a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan. There, I mean, we're talking all in Sundays. Like Pittsburgh dad goes into it a little bit whenever he does his videos. That was Tim McAfee, my father, on actual Sundays, right? So I grew up. I absolutely grew up knowing my dad was a diehard fan. He lived and died with the Steelers. I mean, it was kind of how it went, his happiness, everything. So then whenever I was up to get drafted, like, I knew it was a moment for my dad there. It was like a real weird moment. But whenever the Steelers had a chance to draft me and they didn't, my dad said, oh, fuck them. <laughs> right? So then my dad became a fan of the Colts because they could have got me. And then now that I've retired, my dad has gone back to being a full-time Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but also a fan of all my friends that he's met that are in the league still. So he's still a fan of a lot of the Arizona Cardinals, a lot of the Colts. He's, friend, he's still a fan of a lot of guys, but he's uh, back to being a big-time Steelers fan, which I think is good for him and my mom because both – they're a lot happier. <laughs> it's a, they're a lot happier that way. But I, was, I was looking online earlier. You, you, go ahead, Ty. Jesus. Hey, what are you guys oh, doing? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. We're just jumping all over each other. But Pat, I, I you got to be excited over these, these things punters are doing, man. They're wrecking the shit out of people lately. They're missing punts, like the guy I think is Utah, man. What's go- the punters are doing everything nowadays. Yeah, I mean it's about time, you know. Uh, I think the punt is a very important position, and I didn't know that until I started punting full time. I grew up. Uh, like I said, playing quarterback and being a, in street football, not in real life, but like playing football with my friends, tackling with my friends, like literally doing it all. And it just, it's one of those things where growing up, you know nothing about kickers and punters. So you automatically tend to judge them when all you hear is negative things about them. The only time that kickers and punters are talked about is whenever something terrible happens or something stupid or something embarrassing because the commentators know nothing about it. 
But then whenever I became a punter, I didn't want to. I did not want to become a punter at all. But it was just like the right – they drafted me to punt. So as soon as I become a punter, and then I sit through meetings every day, and then I sit front row at the NFL games and practices, and then I'm a part of some games where whenever I have a bad game, like we tend to lose. We tended to lose more games whenever I would do bad. And then when I would do good, we would tend to win a little bit more. And I was like, shit, let me look into this a little bit. And then once you start realizing like the statistics behind field position and shit like that, coaches treat it as the most important punt period. It's usually the first period of practice every single day. It's the thing they lead off with. Meetings, the same thing. So I think punters are just now finally realizing their value. And I think it's going to be a very beautiful thing because punters are normally very entertaining human beings. And I think you're going to <laughs> Even realize. Even Stephon Diggs wants up. to be a punter. <laughs> What's that? Stephon Diggs wants to be a punter. Even, yeah, uh, he, killed he almost a killed a kid. Hey, he almost killed that, that ball boy. He almost punted him right in the face. He almost punted that ball directly <laughs> into that little kid's face. <laughs> Bang! Imagine that. Monday Night Football, oh, boom, no. dead. That's the head athletic trainer for the Minnesota Vikings kid. Because I tweeted that video. And the head athletic trainer for the Minnesota Vikings texted me and said, hey, that's my kid. Thanks for the support. <laughs> and I was like, impeccable reaction time on that kid. Because if he doesn't move his head, it's bang, 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 over. See ya. Monday Night Football. What did you guys, what did you guys think of Sergio last night? Uh, <laughs> I didn't see it. I fell asleep. I don't know who he is or what he is, but I need more of Serge in my life. I fell asleep <laughs> before that started. But So I woke up and I saw his apology or his whatever that was this morning <laughs> yeah, before seeing what happened. So I watched that video that he apologized for because it was in my feed, and I'm like, what did this dude do? <laughs> and then I go look at the video, and I'm like, oh, this all makes so sense. weird. Because the Internet's a ruthless place. The Internet is a ruthless place. And if he was checking his mentions, I'm sure it was a rough night for him. So that's why that, that apology had to come out. God damn, ESPN put him in a bad spot. But, I mean, he came back with a pretty cool I moment. just don't think they had a sideline reporter and they borrowed the ESPN Deportes guy. Yeah, but he's the... from California, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's what he, he said. He's yeah, he from said. California. I was so confused. I was like, so wait, there's just parts of California you don't speak English? I mean, is that very normal? I don't know. Mexi- now I'm mind blown right now. Mexicali. I have no idea. Mexicali, he said. But I was, what's his name? Sergio... Uh, uh, something with a D. Yeah. Bob's <laughs> dibs. I just, I literally just talked about it. I can't remember it though. Good yeah, for him. What's it, next for him? Bob Lay tweeted about it. Bob Lay is like the insider's guy, right? Like, what is he? Like, the, the thinky, deep thinking. The, he's yeah. like the. Bob Lee. Lay? Lee. Lee. Outside the line. Outside there the it line. is. There that it. one. It's L E Y, though. That's Bob Lay. Bob Levy. No. <laughs> No, no, I promise you it's Bob Lee. They say it all the time. L-E-Y is Lee? Yeah, I promise you. Where? What language does that? Ours? Spanish. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> all right, what's up? Sorry, what, what's going on? What are your names again? Justin and what? Tyler. Tyler. How long have you guys been doing this? This is an awesome thing. I really respect this. I, like, I enjoy this. You guys got a nice little following over there. I checked out your Twitter. I think it's like 18,000 followers. That's an impressive yeah. thing. That's really cool. How long have you guys been doing this? Uh, about yeah, for sure. a I mean, month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about Good a for month. You guys. I mean, he, he, he's been running the website, and then I've just been trying to get the podcast <clears throat> when I can. So, I mean, it's been a good time. And you guys already got Hayward and shit on? That's cool. Yeah, bro. Yeah, we had good Hayward and then Mike Hilton. 
I uh, made the team as a cornerback and uh Moe. Oh, he, 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 Arthur Moe. He didn't play uh Mike Hilton didn't play bad on Sunday. No, nah, I thought he had a good game. I don't know. I, I didn't get to watch the game. I was bouncing around from games. I don't know how people watch games. Like what happens? That was my first NFL Sunday. I didn't get a chance to watch this. Like I wanted to watch the Steelers Browns game. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to watch that game. But then there was like four other games happening at the same time. How do people manage the time on which games? I had to go back and rewatch it after because there was I was watching. So you DVR it yeah. for later? Yeah. I yeah. only DVR Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I need to do that. That's a good idea because I want to watch those games. I need. To I was asking you need to come out of retirement, Pat. <laughs> no, no way. No, you no, no, come no, out no, of retirement. Not the punt. Not the punt. The thing to to play QB for your team, man. Not. <laughs> oh yikes! I wouldn't want to die out there. <laughs> no way. QBs just get blasted in the NFL. They do. They get crushed. And I'm not, I can't handle that. I know I can't. Like, <laughs> if I'm looking at me in the mirror, I'm keeping it. I can't handle those. Like, I'm not, my body's not meant for Imagine Calais Campbell stacking you. What? Imagine him just, like, touching, like, imagine him accidentally, like, punching you in the chest and then his whole entire body <laughs> falling. No way. No what way. What about James Harrison hitting you? That almost happened because of a James Harrison hit. I was the backup quarterback <laughs> at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah. And J- James Harrison almost decapitated Curtis Painter. And I, they're like, are you ready? I'm like, ready? I'm like, you better call someone. We better motivate Curtis Painter. I think you better get him back in there. Yeah, James Harrison, I'm going to But no, I wouldn't want to do that. The dude, look, his workout videos, I feel like he works out 24 hours a day. I, there might be a chance James Harrison works out 24 hours a day. Have you ever seen him do anything else? No. I've never seen him do anything else. I've no. never. Even when he's playing volleyball, he's working out. It's fucking med ball he's throwing around. <laughs> <laughs> I've, ne- I've never seen him do anything other than just work out all day. He's a monster, that guy. Yikes. Hey, you all guys right. have you open invitation to come to Heinz Field and hang out with us. I got two tickets for you guys. Come hang out at the stadium. You want to step in the 500 at Heinz Field and hang out. With oh. the band, Are you in the bleachers? Yeah. That'd have to be right cold as hell. <laughs> so, like, in the middle of winter, you're cold as hell up there, huh? Oh, yeah, that playoff game against the Dolphins, it was, what, like 12 degrees? <laughs> and you're just fucking sitting up there? Yeah, you got to drink a lot of fireball and shit before the game so you're good to go. <laughs> oh, my God. You, so the, the only way to manage up there is to get hammered drunk, and the only way to die is to get drunk and fall. <laughs> so, like, you're halfway there just by getting there. That's fantastic. <clears throat> good for you guys. I sit on the aisle, and the, my buddy – he usually sits in seat one. I sit in seat three. And he saved so many people from falling down the steps by catching them. <laughs> he should deserve an award. That's a death. That's a death. Immediate death right there. Doing God's work. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, boys. He's I appreciate you guys so much for letting me come on this show. Who's yeah, I know. Thank you for coming on. Who's going to the Super Bowl? Steelers? That's the only we'll answer see. that's acceptable, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Raiders look really fucking good. Just for future reference, uh, I think they look really fucking good. Really good. And I, yeah, I don't Bay want to see And I think Green Bay is going to become a monster team. Monster. That's what I think. That's just um, – that's literally a blind eye who can't figure out how to watch games. On <laughs> just taking a shot at it. <laughs> What's your uh, position for the Colts, though, before you go? <laughs> What's that, boss? What's your, what's your prediction for the Colts before I let you go? I just want to know because, I mean, there's not much 
not uh, not a, I don't know how to describe them. What's my prediction on the Colts? I'm sorry, you broke up there yeah. in the middle of that. You said, what's my prediction oh, yeah, on the Colts? Yeah, prediction on the Colts, yeah. I think the Colts will win a game or two. <laughs> I think they will. I think Andrew Luck will not come back until late, if ever. The, I don't know. He looks small. I don't know how he's going to play. And without him, they're not going to win because he's, he's the only guy that can really figure it out. But – I don't know. I don't think it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to be a happy year for them. I don't think the city of Indianapolis is going to be that jacked up about the Colts here in a couple months. I think it's a very much a rebuilding year for them. So I have no idea. It's so unpredictable when you're in a rebuilding year because one day everybody might show up and then the next definitely not. I mean, it's just there's no consistency. I think that's kind of been the standard for the last couple of years. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. For sure, you're welcome back anytime. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Have a great one. Yeah, you guys take it easy. All right, see ya. So, thank you again. That is that was Diggs and Pat McAfee from the Pat McAfee Show, brought to you by Barstool (laughs) Heartland. It was pretty nice to have them on today, Justin. There's some funny dudes, man. Ah, yeah, that's you listen to their show. It's definitely. Nonstop laughing. They're crazy. Of course, dude. I mean, I they they can they can go on forever, dude. Like if they if the, I'm sure if they had the time, they could just keep going on and on. Yeah, I know. Too bad Pat has another interview. We could come on, but hopefully get yeah, him no, back definitely. on here in the future. No, yeah, but definitely be a good time. Before we uh, wrap this up, dude, what do you think about the Vikings? It's gonna be tough. Yeah, I was a little surprised the Steelers come out as, uh, I think they're seven-point favorites in the early line, which is uh, surprising to me considering the Vikings dominated last night and the Steelers struggled with the Browns. But, you know, the Steelers are a different team at home. Ben Roethlisberger at home the last couple of years has been ten times better than he has been on the road. So the Steelers are, I think, 14-2 uh, and two in the opening home opener at Heinz Field since it opened. So, Something yeah, Bradford looked unbelievable, though. That surprised the shit out of me. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's always been accurate. I think he had average 70% completion percentage last year. It definitely went down the field a little bit more, and you know, they're going to have to be able to stop our digs and uh, Thielen. Yeah, as long as they can do that. Pretty sure, I mean, I'm pretty sure we can contain the run. Our up front looks pretty, pretty stout, even even without to it. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't think he right, was well, going to play. Nah, no, for sure. I, I, I give him. I, I wouldn't. I'd be fine with like two to three weeks. Would be fine for me. I'm two to four even. Like that. That'd be fine. Yeah. That'd be more ideal for their his situation. But anyway, again, thank you, um, for them for, for Pat McAfee and Diggs for joining us. It was a great time, and thanks for coming on with me today justin good time and we'll do it for sure we'll you'll come on soon i'm sure enough but um it was a great oh, yeah, time no all right tyler for thanks sure, for man. man all right have a good man justin so of course that was our owner of our website justin mcgonigal it was a good time with pat and with Diggs. and again you've been listening to the steeler nation podcast i'm your host tyler candelaria have a good one everyone
life, I cannot change. In the hills, deep off in the main. Eminem, we like candy cane. Drop the top, pop it, let it bang. Drop it, drop it. For this life.